In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Two of the disciples of Jesus went on their way to a village called Emmaus, seven miles from Jerusalem, and they were talking together about all that had happened. Now as they talked this over, Jesus himself came up and walked by their side, but something prevented them from recognizing him. He said to them, What matters are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped short, their faces downcast. Then one of them, called Cleopas, answered him, You must be the only person staying in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have been happening there these last few days. What things? he asked. All about Jesus of Nazareth, they answered, who proved he was a great prophet by the things he said and did in the sight of God and of the whole people, and how our chief priests and our leaders handed him over to be sentenced to death and had him crucified. Our own hope had been that he would be the one to set Israel free. And this is not all. Two whole days have gone by since it all happened, and some women from our group have astounded us. They went to the tomb in the early morning, and when they did not find the body, they came back to tell us that they had seen a vision of angels who declared he was alive. Some of our friends went to the tomb and found everything exactly as the women had reported, but of him they saw nothing. Then he said to them, You foolish men, so slow to believe the full message of the prophets, was it not ordained that the Christ should suffer and so enter into his glory? Then starting with Moses and going through all the prophets, he explained to them the passages throughout the scriptures that were about himself. When they drew near to the village to which they were going, he made as if to go on, but they pressed him to stay with them. It's nearly evening, they said, and the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. Now while he was with them at table, he took the bread, said the blessing, and he broke it and handed it to them. And their eyes were open and they recognized him. But he had vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, Did not our hearts burn within us as he talked to us on the road and explained the scriptures to us? They set out that instant and returned to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven assembled together with their companions, who said to them, Yes, it is true. The Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Then they told their story of what had happened on the road and how they had recognized him at the breaking of bread. The Gospel of the Lord This insightful story provides us with an account of how the disciples had completely lost their bearings and sense of spiritual direction in the overwhelming aftermath of Jesus' death. But it is also a story of healing, recovery and deepening of faith. If the path to glory must pass through the way of the cross, the path to enlightenment must necessarily pass through the sacramental lenses of the Eucharist. Notice that the explanation and exegesis of Scripture undertaken by none other than in a flesh word himself had not completely removed all doubts 
or restored these disciples' faith. Who better qualified to do this than the very one who sent the prophets and gave them words? Our Lord's preaching and teaching had begun to steer their hearts by illuminating the text scriptures. The disciples had to be shown that salvation and glory wouldn't come through political might or social upheaval, but through humiliation, suffering and apparent defeat. But this was just the first stage of the process of conversion. The disciples could still not recognize the Lord for who he is. The breakthrough only takes place at the celebration of the Eucharist, at the breaking of bread. Some commentators have suggested that the disciples finally recognize our Lord simply because of a familiar gesture on his part. But this understates how St. Luke purposefully uses the same description of his actions at the Last Supper. He took the bread, said the blessing, then broke it and handed it to them. Yes, the disciples certainly recognized that gesture, but the recognition was a gift of grace, and it was intimately linked with the reality of the Eucharist, which is why they later told the others how they had received him at the breaking of bread. This is what we look forward to whenever we gather for the celebration of the Eucharist. This is not just empty ritual and imitation of the Lord's action for the sake of sentiment, this is where we encounter him in person, in the flesh, ready to share his life, his body and his blood with us again. We may have sensed his presence in our daily lives, but it is only here at Mass that our eyes and hearts are open to perceive a vision which often remains close to us. We hunger for him, and God in his goodness responds to that hunger by becoming spiritual food for a consumption. In the midst of the disciples' confusion and blindness, the Lord sought them out, offered himself to them, and opened their eyes. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.